Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to Locked and Loaded JDM, a Canadian and Toronto-based podcast. I'm your host, Jay Clay, and the purpose of this podcast is to share my passion and joy of JDM car culture, and how other things like anime and gaming have had an amazing influence on my life and others I know. I hope you enjoy listening to this as much as I enjoy sharing this with you guys. Stay tuned. The R32 Skyline GTR. The Skyline had been through many phases, but it was in 1989 that the real precursor of the GTR was introduced. The R32 Skyline had all-wheel drive and a famed Nissan RB2060 ETT inline six that pumped out 280 horsepower. And a lucky few people were able to legally import them into the States and into Canada. A stripped-down version of the R32 entered the Japanese Touring Car Championship in 1989 and won every race it started, 29 in a row, over the next four seasons. The legend of the GTR was truly born on those racetracks. Hey everyone, it's Jamal, uh, aka J. Clay your host for Locked and Loaded JDM Podcast. And it's been a while since I've last made a podcast. I apologize for my uh, listeners that I haven't uh, been able to actually put out some more content. <laughs> um, but that is going to change because there has been a lot of changes since I last put out my last podcast. Um, one being that I was able to purchase my dream car, which is going to be the topic of uh, today's brief podcast because I have about uh, 15 minutes just between uh, my uh, break here at work so I'm just gonna talk to you about that so uh, yeah um, I was able to purchase my dream car uh, which is a Skyline GTR now I don't know if I've said it in my previous podcast because my memory is (laughs) so great these days but um, I think I had also indicated at one point that, uh, Skyline R34 GTR was my dream car. And I still love that car, hands down. Uh, the thing is, since I started these podcasts, which was, I think, in December, the prices have increased astronomically for the, those vehicles. Uh, simply put, uh, supply and demand has caused these prices to skyrocket. Uh, When I initially started looking for a vehicle uh, just to see what the market was like back in uh, July of last year, even September, um, the prices were hovering between 70 to 100 grand. Now, uh, this today is June... 22nd, I believe. Yep, 22nd, Tuesday, June 22nd of 2021. Uh, the prices for R34 GTRs are now 150 plus US. So that means uh, we're hovering around maybe the 170 to 80 uh, K Canadian, which is just 
in my opinion, um, absolutely ludicrous. I love that car. I really do. But personally speaking, if I'm going to spend that kind of money, I'm going to buy a newer car. Um, I, I, if I, at the current level of income that I get. Uh, so I had to make a decision. So I started looking for 33 GTRs. Those as well have skyrocketed. Last year when I was looking, uh, they are towards the end of the year, I'd say about December, they were hovering between, I'd say, 45 to 55 grand. They have now gone up to almost 75, like 60 and up, basically. Which, again, it's just it just keeps going up. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't make enough income to... Uh, at, at this current time to uh, match the exponential growth that these vehicles are going uh, that are that they are increasing at this current point so uh, bringing to me to my dream car my friend uh, Ted who I've known for over 15 years uh, basically had given me a call and told me that he had found me a car because he actually looked into some 33s before as well as a 34 but I just couldn't hop on it at the time um called me and let me know that he has a car that I you think I'd be interested in and lo and behold uh, I went to check it out and I pulled the trigger I got the car so I am now a owner of a 1993 Nissan Skyline GTR 32. I feel it's kind of appropriate. And the reason being is because the reason I got into GTRs, not only just because of the R34, because obviously that's a beautiful car and most JDM enthusiasts kind of get into the, the JDM world and know that legendary king car and want to have one. But it brings me back to when I was younger and uh, a teenager and watching Initial D in my basement on my computer. And I'll never forget watching, I think it was maybe episode five or six of the first stage and watching the debut in the show of the next opponent Fujiwara Takumi was going to face, which was Nakazato Takeshi, the owner of a Nissan Skyline GTR 32. And it just had a menacing, menacing kind of, uh, I, I, I wish I could come up with the, the phrase initially, but it's just a menacing appearance, actually. That, that's the best way to put it. A menacing appearance. It was, it felt like it was just a symbol of strength. I'll never even forget that what the subtitles translated at one point in the race um, when he's saying to, he's allowing uh, Takumi to kind of keep up with him. He's not flooring the the uh, accelerator, and the reason being because he just had such immense power. And each character, whether it was Takahashi Hiroshige, um, Itsuki, uh, Ikatani, they all, even Bunta, his father, they all said the GTR is an amazing car, and it really and truly is. And I just wanted to give. Uh, some input about what I have experienced so far owning one. Uh, first of all, my GTR is not stock. 
looks stock on the outside, which is exactly how I wanted it. Um, first of all, it doesn't have a stock uh, GTR or a Nissan color. It's a blue GTR, uh, but it is, mm -hmm. according to the previous owner, repainted in a Ferrari blue. Not sure exactly which one, but it's a beautiful color because blue is my favorite color. Um, as well, uh, they did not just paint the exterior of the car, they also painted the engine bay. And given that they painted the engine bay, that meaning that the engine was taken out and the engine is a built motor. Um, I actually have an aftermarket clutch, not sure which one, um, Tomei cams, uh, AM wideband, so uh, their boost, the boost has been increased. It is um, a soldered on chip, uh, sorry, a soldered on ROM, so a piggyback on the ECU, an old style of, of uh, ECU tuning, but nonetheless, it, it has been tuned. I have two aftermarket GT28 RS turbos. I have um, aftermarket intakes, which I also be, will be replacing because they have seen better days. Uh, but it's a built motor. It's 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 a beautifully sounding motor. I love I love it. It's it's just a surreal experience to actually know that I own an RB26 now, and I can't be more excited to really explain it to you. Um, I've always I've driven one before an R32, and I've also uh, before I bought the R32 I test drove an R35 because I was going to compromise to go that route. Uh, I'm glad I did it though. I'm glad I did stick with uh, my guns, so to speak, and pull the trigger on getting the R32 GTR. Um, another uh, couple mods on the vehicle. It has a Nismo front bumper, so it has the two air ducts to let more air. Uh, come through to the intercooler. Um, it has, let's see here. Oh, um, uh, yes, uh, uh, AM wideband gauges and an AM uh, boost gauge as well. Uh, I have an authentic Japanese deck, which unfortunately doesn't really work for me, other than me actually trying to burn CDs, which I haven't done in years, uh, because the radio for Japanese decks goes from tuning station 76.6 to 89.9 and anything here in southern ontario is pretty much nine like in the 90 frequency range and up so i can't really listen to music right now unfortunately other than the one cd that the owner forgot to take out um in regard, oh, and sorry, another actual uh, part is I also have an aftermarket exhaust. It looks like I have a Fujitsubo Legolas exhaust, which I actually really like because it's a very stock-looking exhaust, but it's not stock, so it it doesn't give off like a very, I guess you could say, um, street racer car kind of look. Um, just because like, for example, with my WRX, which I'm sitting in right now has dual N1 tip, uh, exhausts, which are pretty much cans. And I, I love the way they look to be perfectly honest with you, but I actually do look like the kind of stock look the, the Fuji Subo exhaust actually gives and the sound from it is amazing. So, um, the only thing I will change is it is, it does have a hollowed out cat, which is an old way of. <laughs> giving more noise. I will be replacing the cat with uh, 
the cat housing with a high flow catalytic converter very soon. Um, now, driving this car is absolutely amazing. I can tell you that there are things that I've learned about this car in the last month and a half since driving it that has made me fall in love with the car even more. Um, I've realized that unlike four-cylinder engines like my FA20 that I'm uh, having the WRX I'm sitting in right now, or my SR20s from my RPS13 on my two, Nissan 240SX, the red top that I had, or the um, S14 SR20 that I had that I put in my S14 Nissan 240SX, the RB26 engine is just very special because it's a very high revving engine. Um, I realized that in order to really draw out the true power of that engine, it's all above four grand. And now you may say to yourselves, well, that seems logical. Most cars are pushing it over four grand. But the amount of power that comes out as soon as I hit that four thousand rpm range is absolutely insane um it literally feels i feel the g-force pull me back in my in my seat as a driver so i can't imagine how it feels for any of the passengers that i've given rides to and when i've actually done these pulls it just sounds amazing and then with these two aftermarket garrett turbos uh, with the um the stock uh, bypass valves it just sounds amazing. It literally sounds sometimes like, <laughs> like, sort of like a computer. Um, I, I I love to imitate it, but I don't think it would do justice. Um, it sounds absolutely amazing. Uh, I'm I'm going to be doing way more uh, podcasts about this, and I'm also going to be doing some podcasts about uh, that include some of the friends that I had have, sorry, um, that I've given rides to, to get an experience of what it's like to be in a GTR. Because honestly, as much as I love the experience myself, I also love sharing it. I shared it with my girlfriend at first. We went for a drive the first night I had it. And I was, I couldn't be more happy to have shared that experience with her more than anybody. Um, other than my, my other family members, like my mom, my dad, and my sister. Um, there's just a specialness about a Skyline GTR that is sort of hard to describe in words. And I know it's a car. I know it's a car. But when it's something that you've been searching for, and for me, I've been searching for obtaining this car for the last 17 years, it literally feels like an insurmountable obstacle has been surmounted. And I was... I've able I've, I've just got a really really good win to put it simply and that just feels in itself amazing um i had to keep this podcast short i'm sorry about that but i will be back and explain more about the gtr um very soon so stay tuned guys thanks for your time Thanks so much for listening, guys. Uh, and if you have any suggestions of any kind of content that you'd like to hear, please reach out to me via Instagram at Locked and Loaded JDM. That's my Instagram handle, L O C D A N D 
L-O-A-D-E-D-J-D-M and send me a message. I'd be more than happy to respond and put out any content that you'd find particularly interesting. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode.